Seminar, a course or subject of study for advanced graduate students. An act of conferring or consulting together. Episode 35, Obsessions. Student three? Hello, student three. What is it? I was just wondering what you thought of the last session. Mainly that it was us getting yelled at for conversing. What's your issue, anyway? Issue? What do you, what do you mean? It shows you how they control us? How they are always watching us? Does it freak you out? What freaks me out? It's your fascination with me, just because I have a single digit. What is the issue, Student 3? Does Student 29's affections for you frighten you? Affections? I think it's a borderline disorder. Interesting. Her personality was geared toward your acceptance. She accepts you and your conspiracy theories without question. The idea was that your relationship with her would work well. The whole class was built around the ideal of the relationship. A female that would accept him. A male with a like personality that would work to divide you, thereby drawing you together. I hope you're not speaking of me. I'm nothing like him. Yet you seem to find fault in the relationship. Why is that? She wants more out of me than I have. She's too needy. Fascinating. Perhaps you need to understand the ideals of relationships more thoroughly. Relationships are complex. They are brought about more by need and emotion than logical thought, defined by poets and authors. Imagery divined from the heart and soul more than the mind. Take that into account as we view Coffee Shop of Love. I just don't have time for a relationship, Kurt. Have you even tried one to find out? I've got too much stuff going on with Allstate. You meet three nights a week, and the meetings only go till six, Mel. I still have homework and a job. You're a straight-A student. You could do the homework in a heartbeat. And you have to admit that you don't work that often, since they gave you that minimum $200 weekly if you work at least 18 hours. It's not my fault I got that promotion. My point is... You'll always be busy. We both know that. And it's not unheard of to be busy and still have a relationship. Look, Kurt, relationships take a lot of work. The soonest I'll be able to maintain one isn't until graduation. At which point, you shall discover a whole slew of projects you need to do to get into college. It's not like I'm asking you to be by my side every second of every day. I know better than to cage the free bird. Look, Kurt, it's... Text message? Yes. Mom wants me to come home. Alright. I'll uh I'll walk you to your car. Where'd you park the truck? Right here. Oh yeah, duh, in the handy park spot. <laughs> Handicap, not handy park. Are you sure you're still valid for that? I mean, you seem to walk pretty well. Mm, who cares? It just means less space to walk and there's always an open parking spot. Here, let me get that for you. 
Thank you. Now, what poem have you memorized to send me off with today? <laughs> I'm becoming predictable, aren't I? Yes. Now, what's the poem? <laughs> all right, all, all right, all right, all right, I'll do it. <clears throat> no cage to hold thee. Nay, go free. Fly, O bird, like the busy bee. But return to me, or I shall not be free of the spell thou has on me. Hmm. Is that Lord Byron, or is that Shakespeare? Colin Kelly, actually. <laughs> well, I think he's a cheesy poet. <laughs> I, I, I might second you there. Well, goodbye, Kurt. Goodbye, beautiful. I told you, no pet names. It's not a pet name. It's an accurate description. Right. <laughs> I'll see you later. You love her, don't you? With the depth of my entire being. I'm sorry. Uh, who are you? My card. Cupid. Roman god of love. Yeah. Um, am I unpunked or something? Are you hiding a camera in one of those pens in that pocket protector? No. I'm seriously the Roman god of love. Get your mythology right. Cupid is the Greek god of love? No, Eros is. It's a common misconception. All right, all right. Where's your bow? And aren't you supposed to be a naked toddler? Does this suit make me look like a toddler? All the Renaissance painters were out of their minds. Take their angels, for example. They look like they're saying, there, there, instead of fear not. Okay, I'm going to ignore that comment. Now what do you want, Cupid? To help. Here, let's sit inside. Fine. Alright, I'm sitting. What do you want? Not just yet. You have to tell me about yourself before I can tell you that. Fine, I'll play this stupid game. But when this is over, I want a copy of everything you've recorded. This isn't for some TV show. And I'm Dolly Parton. Ask whatever you want to. Alright then. How long have you known Melanie? Four years. I met her in the spring of my 8th grade year. And what were you doing? It was some sort of anti-bullying cross-schools thing. There was a skit we were supposed to be on. She and I were in the same group. As it wound up, I was a Star Wars geek getting hit by peas during lunch. And she was the teacher, saving my sorry behind. When did you first realize that you were in love with her? The summer before junior year. What happened? <sighs> we were at a youth conference. <laughs> I forget the exact details. She was crying. And I... I just wanted to hold her. Make sure she never cried again. Why the hell am I telling you this? Why haven't you two been dating? She's just... too... busy to have someone in her life. She pushes herself to a standard of excellence... I thought of as impossible. Yet she nails it every time. <laughs> barely managed to get her to come to these weekly coffee sessions. Interesting. Usually, it's the guy who has commitment issues. Whatever. Look, I told you everything you wanted to know. Now what do you want? You're right. 
you did hold up your side of the deal. Here, do you know what this is? It looks like a vial containing some blue liquid. Actually, it's a lot like the one Lao Chi has in the beginning of Temple of Doom. Never mind that. What do you think the liquid does? Oh, simple. It cures the poison the Chinese mob boss has slipped into your martini. No. It's a mixture. Nine ounces of red wine, nine basil leaves, nine red rose petals, nine cloves of garlic, nine apple seeds, nine drops of vanilla extract, nine drops of strawberry juice, nine drops of apple juice, and one ginseng root cut into nine equal pieces, boiled in a cauldron, surrounded by nine red candles nine inches long at the ninth hour of the ninth day of the ninth month. Stirred nine times with an incantation pronounced over it. Put it in the drink of the person you love. They will be yours for 24 hours. And here I thought you shot people. No, that's a description used by poets to describe how love makes you feel. Put rose petals in red wine. Shouldn't it be, I don't know, red? That's how you know it's been made right. It turns blue. So you're... Offering me this file? Yes. I'm offering you the chance to have Melanie completely into you for 24 hours. In that 24 hours, I could show her what she's missing. I could convince her to open herself up to a relationship. It's a chance of a lifetime. But at what cost? I would have her heart. But not of her choice. If you don't mind, you can keep the vial. Would it be too much to ask why? No, I can't answer that. It's pretty simple to see the trap. By forcing Melanie to love me, I would end up losing her. I would have my 24 hours of fun, but afterwards, she wouldn't be mine. If I'm going to have her heart, I'm winning it fair and square. One could argue that you're making a very I know better than to cage the bird that's singing because of its freedom. It appears you have passed the test. What test? The one I just placed before you. Know this. If you had taken the vial and given it to Melanie, she would have been at your beck and call for those 24 hours. But during the second she drank the potion, she would know what you had done to get her to do so. If you were some boy looking to score, you would have taken the vial and received your prize. However, you are above that, apparently. Here. What is it? Your reward for passing the test. A ring? Keep it with you. Make no mistake that it shall become necessary in the future. Upon it, I lay my blessing. May you and she who wears that ring have as much luck in life as you do in love. You weren't joking around about the whole being the Roman god of love, were you? Listen to me, mortal. I am Cupid, impulsive, envious. Because of the absence of love in my parents' marriage, I understand love more than any other god. So I was given the position you see now. I am the husband of Psyche, whose love and devotion to me pales in comparison to mine. I am the tester of lovers, and I say you have passed. 
Farewell, Kurt, son of Morgan and Tana, and know that the blessing of a god is on your relationship. Hmm. Hey, Melanie. Made it home okay? Good. You won't believe what just happened to me. It seems you were right. Of course I was right, Mother. Even while they are growing fewer, there are still those who prefer love over lust. Stupid fools. Perhaps. I just can't help but notice how much happier they are than the followers of Venus. Mayhaps, but my followers have more pleasure than they do. You know as well as I do that pleasure does not equal happiness. One of these days, son, there shall be... Even one candle can hold back the darkness, and love is more than a candle. My poor son, you are delusional. No, I'm mad with love. Then he disappeared. Wow, that's really one tall tale. Well, at least I've still got the ring to prove it. Look, Melanie. Kurt! <laughs> Look, whenever you feel ready, I'll be there. You, um, you might be waiting a long time. That's a chance I'm willing to take. supposed to help. It was about pure, unrequited love. That is the point. Her personality is drawn to you. She will work to get your acceptance. Yet, that scares you more than anything else. Which brings us to our next story. What happens when your fascination with someone does more to you than to them? When it could be defined as a disorder? When your mind gives you what's coming to you? When you're henpecked? Damn it, my boss is going to kill me if I'm late again. I think I can still make it on time if I hurry. Oh, crap, I forgot to call my mother last night, too. To whatever supreme being is listening, no red lights, okay? No, my coffee! Damn it! Mom, you made me forget my coffee on the roof of the car. Yet another way in which you made my life miserable. Ugh. Do you have to use such horrible language all the time? Didn't I teach you anything? I suppose it's my fault that you have such a potty mouth. What? Huh? Mom? What the hell are you doing to my car? How'd you get in here? There's that language again. Always a four-letter word. Can't you show me a little respect? I am your mother! Did I leave the speakerphone on? Where is... Damn it! Now I can't find my phone. And now you're ignoring me. Again. No, Mom, I'm... Well, at least he can't cheat on you. That's what he did to me. 
Aw, oh, Katie, you poor dear. I know, I know, I didn't believe you at first, but... What the hell is going on? Whoa! You never could drive. You just shut up. Shut up! Where are these voices coming from? Did you leave another girl in a hotel room? I bet you don't even know her name. Nope. He didn't even ask. I hope he paid the bill before he left, though. <laughs> yeah, don't count on it. Advil. I need Advil. I must be hallucinating. I, I knew it. She put something in my... Hey, he said he was divorced. That's the only reason I left the bar with him. Oh, well, he is divorced. You know, for me. <sighs> but not for me. Oh, God, is that you, Margaret? And he doesn't even know that I'm pregnant. Margaret, you're expecting ah, a grandchild. Maybe that will set him straight. I'm... I'm gonna have a baby? No, moron. I'm going to have a baby. I think I'm going to file for divorce first. You better get a good attorney if you ever want to see this child. I'm gonna be a grandmother. Oh, that poor baby. I am so glad I kept up the birth control when we were married. Get out of my freaking way! Hey, hey, same to you, buddy. I'll start arranging the baby shower. I don't want you arranging the baby shower. What do you mean? I'm the grandmother. Uh, hello? Who's carrying this child? It's my decision. She's got a point. Brian, tell your mother to butt out. It's not her baby. Uh, Mom, just... Just give us time. We, we need to work things out, and... Oh, I suppose you'll say it's my fault that she got pregnant, too. Everything is my fault. Oh, he's pretty fertile. In a few weeks, my pregnancy test will come back positive, too. You didn't even use a condom. Oh, that is just like you. That is just like you. Two babies. Actually, this makes four. One of the girls he knocked up during our marriage had twins. He never told you. Ah! I want a divorce right now! Wait, wait, I can explain! Daddy? Daddy? Why did you hit Mommy when you saw her in the parking lot last week? What? Who are you? I'm your daughter. I'm in Mommy's belly. You hit Mommy, and she cried a lot afterwards. It hurt me, too. You struck a woman? Brian Stevenson! Shame on you! See, his initials are BS. I mean, doesn't that just fit him? I didn't hit her. She fell into me. I was trying to catch her. And now you're lying to your own daughter. Oh, you will never see my baby. Never. Hmm. I don't think I want my baby. I'm going to do something about it. I think there's a clinic on Central Avenue. Don't talk about my future grandchild that way, you hussy. Hussy? Who the hell do you... Stop! Stop! All of you! Now, let's calm down and talk about this like responsible... Look out! Huh. I suppose this is my fault, too. It's always my fault. I highly doubt Student 29 would become homicidal, but you can never be too careful. I don't understand. How can the personalities be connected to me? That, Student 3, is the big question 
that only you can answer. Unfortunately, we do not have time for that in this session. But I... Class dismissed. Supplemental Inquiry. Syllabus and Course Schedule. The class for seminar this season has been prepared for everything. Exactly. A flaw found in the system was patched. But can anything prepare them for the end? So, it's the end then? Not the end. Merely the end of this semester. Better save some no-dos, as this could be an all-nighter. Seminar 36 premieres September 24th, 2010. Only from PendantAudio.com. So, in the end, the whole story really didn't happen. Very intriguing hypothesis, Student 3. They're completely wrong, but intriguing nonetheless. Featuring the voice talents of Peter Cat as the instructor, Seth Adam Schur as Student 3, M. Zero Garcia as Student 29, Perry Whittle as Student 33. In Coffee Shop of Love, Lynn Cullen as Melanie, Jared Griego as Kurt, Bernadette M. Groves as Venus, and Richard Casto as Cupid. Written by Colin Kelly. In Henpacked, Marcus Beatty as Brian, Marley Norton as Mom, Andrea Fontenot as Katie, Bernadette M. Groves as Margaret, Jared Griego as Random Driver, Elizabeth Beatty as The Little Girl, and Lynn Cullen as The Hotel Room Girl. Written by Kim Giannopoulos. Seminar written and directed by Marcus Beatty. Assistant Director Michael Berganzi. Edited by Chris Britton and Jeffrey Bridges. Seminar theme by David Alexander McDonald. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2010. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.